This is Heather. This is Ajali. And Mitali. And this is Let's Banter. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, as I readjust myself, I should have done this before we started. Um, (laughs) It's all right. Never too late. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, a couple things we're going to talk about today. There's a lot of things. It's been a big week in Yes. So, we are, it has been a big week. Um, (laughs) So, we're recording on Sunday. So, first things first. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> it's God's and day. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? It's God's day. It's God's day, Heather. It's the day people go to church. This is not true. Me. And it's not uh, It's not Chick-fil-A day. They uh, are closed. Still have so. not. Uh, day 700 and something something still have not gone to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so not, yeah. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll work on that. And um, <laughs> Heather always tells me how good Chick Fil A is. Yeah, I, I still, think it's delicious. There at Chick Fil A, it's on the it's most inconvenient spot. I swear, it's, on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard in what is that Sunset? Sunset. It's a really horrible location. It's a horrible location. Yeah, so and in fact, when it first opened, it was so backed up. They had to put people out, and they still, when it's really during the peak times, they have to put people out like they do with In and Out to like take orders Outside. early so they can try to get the yeah they can try to get everybody through there. <sighs> As quickly as possible because it is nutty balls. I mean, because it's good. Because they have like you know, they you know the sandwiches and they have the nuggets and the, the chickens are just really good. And they do their thing where they put pickles on the sandwich, which is delicious. And then, <laughs> you know, they have their desserts are really good. So they have like the this the soft you know the the soft serve, but they have these really good cookies. They have like really good stuff just all around in their milkshakes. They have like specialty milkshakes they do like at certain times of the year and I mean Heather look, loves Chick-fil-A. I do. So I what do. I'm hearing is they're the whole package. They're I would not say they're the whole package because they have some issues with their administration people well, we and do. corporate. I've been saying this for a while. We know if if Heather them. didn't go down the road of acting, she would be fantastic as like a food journalist because she goes in depth <laughs> with her like descriptions of food places where I know exactly what I'm getting myself into when I walk through the door. So somewhere. Because she tells you exactly what it is like and what you're gonna get, you know and how it and, is. But meanwhile, when we take Heather places, we like will not say one word. We're like, you'll see. We're not gonna tell you anything. <laughs> anything. No, we <laughs> like took her for the first time just recently. We took her to um, uh, soup plantation. I was about to say sweet tomatoes. That's a problem. Soup plantation. <laughs> soup plantation. I went finally to soup plantation, and I'll say this: so that I, so I had chicken noodle. So they have obviously a lot of soups, but they have like other stuff too. And they have like a ton of breads and stuff to go. Uh, Fargo's in the room. Um, but I mean, the the chicken noodle was delicious. Not only was it delicious, like it had a nice savory kind of flavor, but yeah. the noodles were like perfect. Because sometimes you get, you go to places and if, if it's been sitting there, the noodles are like slimy and mushy they're gross and they're just not in good shape. But yeah. these guys are like constantly, you can tell they're churning, they're churning over with the, you know, they're turning over the stuff and they're bringing the new stuff out. And the noodles were perfect. They're like gooey and like they're kind of like that chewy, perfect like kind of al dente kind yep. of you know. And I'm like, oh, this is fabulous. So then, like the next day, I'm like, I text them and I'm like, is it bad that I'm already wanting soup plantation? <laughs> no, again? not, like, not no, at all. That's what happened. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But yeah, no. Happy Sunday to everybody. Glad to be back here. Um, hopefully, everybody is doing their Sunday errands. I did. Yep. Got them done. 
Getting the errands done. Uh, Jeff is out changing brakes as we speak. As you do on a Sunday. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um, and we're coming off of SNL. Oh last yeah, night with SNL. Kumail. Which Kumail? Yeah, he he hosted, and I thought it was I thought his uh, opening monologue was which was his stand up was I thought was very good. Um, we were saying we want to watch one of his stand up specials now. Oh yeah, he's good. I mean, you know, it's a is it's there a one on fun. Netflix? I don't know if he has one on Netflix. I don't know either. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, he's good. Like, he frequents some, yeah. um, you know, he's down there at the Meltdown. He's mm-hmm. at, yeah, Nerdist. Um, yeah, no, it was good. And, and you know, I, I love the sketch on the, the Anderson Cooper. I, I thought the guy, I can't remember his name. Oh, that bothers me. I can't remember his name. I thought his impression it, of Anderson Cooper was spot on. Yeah, I can never remember his name either. He's one of the new guys. It, he does one of the Trump Alex, sons. No, not Alex. Mom. He's fantastic. I don't know his name. Beth Bennett. No. It was. I thought it was. Not Beth Bennett. But it was really good. I'm like, man, that's a good and Anderson was, Cooper. Yes, and I was saying also, of course, Kellyanne Conway, Kate McKinnon's impression of Kellyanne Conway is amazing. Yeah. But even more, her impression of it as Kellyanne Conway. As Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> like the the, Kelly the, depth, wise. the depth of what she had to in, like do as impressions was amazing. Yeah. That it impression was creepy. It was creepy. It was fantastic. It was really good. I thought it was a really good sketch. Uh, and at, then I at, love that one also, Debette Goldry. The, the women at the round table. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And she plays this like old Hollywood she, actress who's had like the worst stuff <laughs> happen to her. Look, if you ever... I lo- First off, I love that character and... But Leslie Jones is always generally in that situation, and she can't ever keep it together when they're on that, like, panel, that little fake panel thing. Yeah. <laughs> and for the first time, we noticed Cecily Strong broke in she, Weekend Update she when is she like was one doing of the Ivana one, Trump. She's one of the one oh, people yeah, yeah. who can, I never see break. Like, oh, 80 yeah, yeah, yeah. is always smiling. Kate here and there will, like, do a little chuckle when she seems ridiculous in the scene. All the guys I've seen break too keenan a lot but cecily, cecily never is the strongest most composed player even, on yes. snl even in the, the alien, alien abduction she yes. never laughs she never laughs because 80s about 80, 80 80. is about to die she's always like covering. she's having to cover herself up and you know and then cecily's just like sitting there like yeah, yeah 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 i got this but she just did like the slightest like giggle but it wasn't even like she could have just played it off as the character still like it wasn't yeah. even anything like, that's how cl- small her laugh was. It was just kind of like a, huh. I enjoyed her. Here's the thing about, I love Cecily. I enjoyed her on Weekend Update, but I, I, when, when she was doing Weekend Update, it was, it was less of her in the, in the cat, sketches. in the sketches. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm like, Ugh, you know, cause I loved her in, in sketches and I'm like, I just want her back in sketches. So I'm kind of okay with you know, I mean, they were a rocky start in the beginning. I, I will say that I was definitely against when Cecily got was taken off of Weekend Update and they yeah. put Michael Che in What's-His-Face? Mm-hmm. Colin, Colin Jost. Yeah. Still don't really like Colin Jost. No. I was against it. Anytime it came on, she would she would see me. I'd go, ugh. Yeah. I just hated them. Finally, I feel like they're getting, after like the last two seasons, they're getting like the flow and their jokes are a little bit, they're dr- they're executing the jokes better i yeah. think before i was just like colin just isn't funny no well no he wasn't and he but they have a better chemistry now and sometimes yeah. the chemistry yes. helps because they yeah. have that banter between each other but oh and you know the best thing about colin jost is when someone comes on and they mess around with him but i mean otherwise yeah i just i haven't been especially he is so vanilla excited about him well he is vanilla um I'm white boy <laughs> oh it's a white boy uh woo, they had so, some uh Good Harvey Weinstein 
you know what? I, mentioned. Yeah, they did. I I I like, wish they had got. Here's the thing. I wish, and it's and it's. I guess maybe weird for them to do it, but I I wish they had more. And I can't imagine if I almost want. I almost want Tina Fey and Amy Poehler to do a weekend their update own little special. special to just just let them go after him. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just let them just have at it, girls. You know what I mean? And just uh, well, yeah, just last because they did two jokes on him. And they even, they mentioned, like, we can't, we don't really know, even know how to joke about this. Yeah. They had said, which goes back to jokes and and real serious issues like this, because just, what, two nights ago, James Corden hosted the Amphar, and people are very, very upset about his opening, like, the first lines of his monologue were about Harvey Weinstein, and you could audibly hear, like, people groaning and like not well yeah well his liking. jokes weren't even good they, they just I don't weren't even they insensitive <laughs> well <laughs> i didn't even good? i didn't even hear that i just saw that i just saw a headline I, saying i that watched he was, it and it he apologizes good. or something i don't even know what happened they weren't good jokes but it, like a comedian he goes oh come on because people weren't laughing yeah they yeah, literally yeah, yeah. you could see people just looking at each other like it just happened yesterday like, right <laughs> This is a little. It's not. It's not too soon because there's nothing's too soon in comedy. They say. Yeah. You, you can't. Nothing's untouchable. But the way he executed the joke, and I can't even remember what the joke was. Um, it wasn't executed well. Right. Whatsoever. He could have done something way better. So it wasn't like you. You heard of uh, Seth MacFarlane's. You remember that situation people from said in the 2013. Comments, like, Seth's joke was good. This yeah. was not a good joke. So to, so to clarify, yeah. if you're listening and if you don't you don't remember that. So it was, it was 2013, I think. It was yes, 2013. Oscars. Was he presenting? I think he was no, presenting. He, he was or was hosting, he hosting? Right? He was hosting. But okay. he was presenting the nominees. So there you go. He's presenting the nominees Stone. with Emma Stone. And it was for supporting actress, maybe? Anyway, so after they finished naming all of the actress, candidates... Yeah. Then he said, and these five, and I'm paraphrasing, these five ladies no longer have to pretend to like Harvey Weinstein, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a good, and basically he said, he came out recently and said, uh, one of his the castmates, friends. yeah, who's been in like Ted and something else with him, confided in him that she was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. So he was pissed. And he basically, that's it's the only way you can kind of, he do said, anything that's about where it. it came from. He said, it wasn't my story to tell or whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. He said, but that's where I can't, it came from. It came from a, a, a feeling of, you know, loathing and hatred towards this man, you know, like anyway, I was like, goodness. Um, no, well, did you hear Kate Winslet? Um, I guess when she did the reader, she said she wasn't like sexually assaulted by him, but it was more of like a character testimony. Like, when, because it was a Weinstein production, mm-hmm. and she said he is just like a horrible person. Yeah, Set, like the allegations aside, in general, he's just a horrible person to work with. Um, when there were four days left in production, he was just like, "Okay, there's no more money. We're not going to shoot." And he, they were like, "No, we still have scenes left to shoot yeah. like, that the director wanted and she wanted, like good scenes." And he was like, "Nope, we're shutting down. Like that's it. It's over." And she kept saying, like, every time she would run into him anywhere, he'd always be like, remember who gave you your first movie and, like, who won you the Oscar? And, like, every time she would see him, he would always bring that up. He, he, so there's a piece that's come out, and I haven't um, had the chance to kind of fully read it, but basically it, it just discusses, like, he and Bob's, his brother, like, their upbringing and kind of where they came from. They were dirt poor. Um, They would try to sneak in to, like you know, venues and stuff like that. And it got to a point where he started just kind of being a bully. Like he was bullied and like he started being a bully and like he does it. He's, we, I mean, we've known, obviously, um, it's been well known that he's a jerk. 
like it's yeah. in Hollywood. Like, and you know, For he can years. make or break your career, and mm-hmm. just what a he's just a complete jerk. Um, and then it was known among like the people closer that had come in contact about all this stuff, the sexual assault stuff. But um, yeah, apparently, just he's like this with men and women. Like he apparently would like beat the crap out of somebody like I, uh, there might have been a I think it was a producer that he had worked with and this was like early on this was before he was really anybody and he like got in a fight with this producer and like beat the crap out of him and the guy was like I'm done that's it I'm out and then he turns around and, and like in the same breath is like begging him to stay so it's like this man is like obviously he's all, obviously he is, has issues and it's gonna come out yeah. that he has got has something that is undiagnosed watch it or, oh, yeah. or something and then we're gonna all sit back and people are going to talk about this and right. how to get help right but it just, it's its really disgusting. Yeah, Overall, it is disgusting. Overall, it's disgusting. Completely. Because there's the amount of people, I've been just waiting to hear from, and I was just telling a friend this the other day, each per, each woman who's come out, has there's like a factor in each of them. There's an assistant. Yeah. Where are these assistants that helped him orchestrate all of this stuff? And there's a woman, there's an assistant that's in like all of these stories mm-hmm. that was his like lifelong assistant or yep. something like this. I need her. She's probably in hiding somewhere. I bet she is. But in she every store, in a lot of the stories, they all say, you know, I went into the hotel, I met up with his assistant, mm-hmm. and she brought me to the room. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I want to know her story. Right. What right. was going on? What was he telling her? Right. What was happening? Who is this woman? Because no one knows who it is. There's a male assistant that came out and said, you know, how horrible he was. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if this was an assistant at the Weinstein company. But, like, each woman has said there's a female, his personal assistant, his female personal assistant was the one who would bring the women to the rooms and stuff. So I'm I'm super curious to know her story. Of course, Bob Brothers, yeah. that's what his name is? Yeah. Of course he's going to get, like, a, a 8 p.m. special soon on TV, on, like, ABC News. Or, yeah. And it's going to, they're going to interview him. And he's going to say for the last decade or so that he's been the worst person that he, you know. But he worked with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He's known all this horrible stuff yeah. but he hasn't done anything and even bigger than that a lot of actors were coming out and bringing up this point also of with like caa and the big agencies like why are you these were all a lot of them were scheduled meetings like why are agents scheduling meetings in hotel rooms right they were like that should never be a thing no. that happens no no that's exactly right that's ridiculous why do we have a huge building in century city for you to be meeting at the freaking Roosevelt. Right. Or all those other places. In a room. Like, not even in the coffee shop. Like, in yeah. a room. In a room. Yeah. And like, so, what do you think is going to happen? Right. Well, well, let's say this. I'm not going to say that it was, the you know, their fault for going to the room. No, because, absolutely I mean, not. I've, but it's the agency shouldn't have even... It's harder to do it, I think, in a public space. Sure. Than if you're luring people and obviously like who's gonna say no like yes but i don't know if it's the agency but it's also just the agents within caa because they're gonna come out and say we had nothing to do with this right it's the the specific agents that had their hands with the weinstein company with harvey weinstein in itself but it's like everyone not everybody but like like, on the like harvey weinstein has literally worked with pretty much every every single Mm -hmm. like huge actor yeah and, like, yeah. almost every single one of them has a story about meeting him in a hotel room. Right. So if you have, like... And they were saying, like, if the agency had a policy of, like, no, this can't happen, then, like, obviously individual agents aren't able to to do that then. Right. Oh, I... You know... I don't know. I... I, <laughs> I just... I know. People are saying, where are you going to go from here? Yeah. 
um, I know that there's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of strict things are going to start happening. Well, I hope people are, people who, you know, and this, and this is, let me be clear. I mean, Terry Crews came out with his, um, his thing too. This goes for everyone. Like the, I mean, obviously it's more prevalent with men abusing women in this industry. Um, only because more of the executives are men or the more of the people in power positions mm-hmm. are the men. majority, yes. So, I mean, but it still goes both ways. But I hope these people are scared. I really do. Because, I mean, I talked to an actress yesterday, and this is just a, this was just the weirdest thing. And she basically, her name's, well, her name's Tatiana. But anyway, um, she, just adorable, just adorable, lovely face. Do you know what I mean? Just an adorable person. Um, and she had some casting director as she was leaving, tell her some something about, should I bring you in again so I can see your lovely face? Like, just some weird, creepy, creeped up on her kind of vibe. And she said this, and it was like me and another person, we were like, what? What did he say? And she was just like, she was trying to kind of tell us what he said. And she goes, that's weird, right? I'm like, yes. And it was just, a, it's just a strange, we were trying to figure out what to tell her to tell this person i mean but I'm, i mean people like this like you know what what is don't what, what are you doing like don't say these things like that's just it's just people don't you know it's like the cat calling you know this is finally kind of coming to light guys think that cat call, calling is still okay there was and, so, someone said when has cat calling gotten you married yeah like, exactly when has ever right or gotten you laid exactly has that really worked i mean first off and then you hear guys say oh i just i just want to pay you a compliment i'm like but you don't understand it makes us feel uncomfortable and guys don't realize it makes us feel uncomfortable because if you're cat calling me for all i know i mean that's aggressive to toward to us so guys listening when you cat call a girl that is a that is an aggression towards us that's that's our perception of it okay it's not a, it's not a compliment no it's we feel like oh my god this guy is just just We're throwing just staring it staring at you yeah when, you're <laughs> just you're throwing it in our face and that for what we feel you could like follow us down an alley exactly. and rape us it makes you feel like it, your safety is compromised your safety is compromised and it is not okay and so it's been a thing for years but only recently as have, i mean we're we're standing up we're finally saying stop this it's like the harvey weinstein finally you know all these women have come forward thank god and said you know enough is enough and this is just this is stupid so i hope all these other jerks are like you know stop it just stop don't don't do that mess just stop it i mean you know it's there's a there's a guy that it just came out recently he's some little quote i'm doing air quotes filmmaker running around town who's like holding auditions and like the women have felt and it, it did i don't know it was a hollywood reporter maybe that did an article on him or somebody did an article on him um i know what you're talking about it was a hollywood reporter yeah thr yeah because yeah. they, they have his, yeah. they have his picture out there so it's it, like yeah. you know pretty much warning actors hey don't because he's also like involved with like the second city and all these like improv places. Yeah, yeah. I read about him too. So yeah, uh, yeah so everything kind of started with all the improv stuff. Like uh, mm-hmm. this, basically, right. it kind of well, I mean, you know, the two gals who were um, who do the podcast. The one who um, was raped by the well, he's a stand up and improv guy, and she came forward. You know, good for her, and um, she was very brave. And then, you know, it's been kind of popping up around all the improv communities. Like, there's one guy he. He's back out there. Because it's dude heavy. Like, it's just very, there's a lot of guys in the improv community. The one guy that was here in L.A. uh, has since moved back to, Mm. he did like a woe is me post about he's living in his aunt's basement back in Kansas or some crap Uh. like that. I'm like, you know what? 
so what? We're not, I don't feel sorry for you. You, you did some really crappy things. Like these guys don't, they don't think what they do is a, you know, is wrong. Like they feel like they're entitled to behave like that. Yes, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. They're entitled to. And it's like, how dare you get offended? Right. You're the. Yes. I'm going to say really, really terrible things to this girl on my team that I coach because I'm, you know, I'm in a power position. I'm going to say some things to her, make her feel super, super uncomfortable. Then I'm going to try to force myself on her. And, and, oh, oh, and you're sad about that you got exiled and you're in your aunt's basement in Kansas. Okay, sorry. I could be wrong. It may not be Kansas, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) Probably Kansas. I don't want to give Kansas a bad rap because this guy's back in Kansas. Everyone from Kansas is like, we... We don't agree. We don't want him. Yeah, but that's like Woody Allen came out and he was like, okay, let's be careful. Let's not turn this into a witch hunt. And we're like, dude, you're the worst person. person. I know. You're the first person. He's like, oh, please don't. Like, it's going to turn into a witch hunt and blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, excuse me, like, you're the biggest. Witch hunt. First of all, like, also one of the most misogynistic things that happened in our history. So, yeah. Besides the fact that you're using that term. When you shouldn't be. He's sad. He just wants, he, like, he's just everyone waiting knows for you're the biggest skis. He should have shut up and just let things oh, go. Oh, no, because now someone's going to come out. Someone who's real mad is going to see that and they're going to be like, what, Woody? Yeah. Well, like, they did already. <laughs> One of the actors that worked on his film was like, came out and spoke about how he had so much regret for, I didn't read the whole article, but like they had so much regret that they even no. said yes to this movie. Woody should have never oh, spoke up. He should have never said anything. No, he should have never said but anything. But I, I do want to go back to what you were talking about, Terry Crews. Yeah. Because yeah. that in itself because people really brush that over and I didn't want to brush that over right here because people haven't really been talking about it. No. And I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. I read all every single one of his tweets mm-hmm. and I read the articles about it and I just was shocked. That and he's, he is a huge man and that's not the you know what crap out of, out of it. And people are saying in the comments are like, you could beat the crap out of anybody. Yeah. Why didn't you? And and this is how powerful these men in Hollywood are that they yeah. can get a like bodybuilder man mm-hmm. to just let them do whatever. Who played in the NFL? Who it, yes used to you know bang heads with people in the NFL and they yeah that that that's exactly right. Yeah, I just that one I felt like was just in a, a great example to show the power struggle that we have here in Hollywood. Yeah, that we have a grown man getting assaulted by another grown man. And the market is so saturated here now. It's so saturated because there's everybody, because of all the crap, when the writer strike happened 10 years ago and all the crap reality television came out and everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame, like every, you know, it used to be where, you know, the, the joke was like prom queens would, you know, prom queens would graduate and move to Hollywood, you know, basically. Um... And it's it's worse now. It's worse because everybody wants their 15 minutes of fame. And so there are more people moving here. But there's here. different platforms so now so instead of just TV and film. We've yeah. got YouTube. We have all those different... But know. that's the problem. Like YouTube is now bleeding into our world. Why do and YouTubers, YouTube, why do YouTubers YouTube. need to move Instagram. to LA? Instagram. Right. Why right. do Instagram, like, why do people who gain a whole bunch of followers on Instagram need to move to LA? Yeah. Because of the opportunities that they're getting. That's right. The amount of times that wherever they lived in Michigan, mm-hmm. that they're getting flown out here to do whatever yeah. little spot. So, and so it's like, it, that's exactly right. So, like, it's so saturated. And so, so people are dying to please. And if, and if someone in power, you know, it's just how it's always been, but it's worse now. Yes. It's worse now. And it's only, you know, Harvey Weinstein has just made it a, a pool for him to just play even more. So I'm, 
I'm happy that all this stuff has come out. And I'm happy that Rose McGowan is being heard because she was talking about this in 2012. And she even said, you know, a big power player, you know, raped me. And um, I got a and, settlement. And and she, I got a settlement. And now she can say who it is. Oh, and, she's, I and she's flat happy, out said yes. who it is. Even before that, Courtney Love was, was asked on a red carpet interview, what's the one piece of advice you would give to young people starting out in Hollywood? And she said, don't have meetings. Something to the effect of like, don't be alone in a room with Harvey Weinstein. And I bet you Rose McGowan mm-hmm. was the one who told Courtney Love because they run in the same circle. Like, that's the kind of thing. It was all yeah. word of mouth. So everybody here all knew a little bit. Brad Pitt mm-hmm. knew that about Gwyneth Paltrow. So Brad Pitt has his right. hands in all this. So the amount mm-hmm. of people, we don't know. We'll never know the amount yeah. of people that have known for 20 plus years about Harvey Weinstein right? and what he's done. And now they all have to sit at home now and think about maybe what if I did... Well, it's Say like something. the, you know, it's like the board. Like, I uh, I feel like a lot of his board members have resigned. So, I mean, yeah. what does that tell you? You know what <laughs> I mean? They like, all knew, yes. Woo. They all like, knew and, like, maybe were. Well, I if mean, you think about it, somebody tweeted this earlier and was like, say Harvey Weinstein assaulted two girls or women mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. And that goes back, like, 30 years. That's, like, thousands. Yes. Thousands. Yes. Not hundreds, thousands. And so he's how claiming many he's going to stories gonna... have we not heard? I know. And he's claiming we've only we've only heard of over a dozen that have come forward and who are famous like, people. But just yeah. yesterday we have someone who was in we have one in Italy and one in Great Britain mm-hmm. like a, a British actress. Mm-hmm. Where does this reach? Like how far does this go? Well, that's the thing. Like it's like Montali said, like I mean, he could have he these are like it could be actresses that are not known and maybe, you know, we're we're only seeing the celebrities come forward at this mm-hmm. point. And well, now there are other ones that are come, that are not the as British known. Accent, yeah. yeah. But I mean, beginning it was only celebrities, but I mean like all these women who never made it to fame, right? You know, we're gonna hear about. We're gonna, hear, we're gonna Lisa hear Bloom it. is grounding them all up right now. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts, and I hope they and I hope they do. I hope they round up. And they here will. we go, because they you know, will. you know, you know what? Will. And if you're if you're a good guy, you should be okay with this. I mean, you're you should be fine. Yeah, that's why your conscience is clear. That's why Woody Allen. Yeah. He's not a good yeah, that's, guy. That's a good that's thing why that you said that because mm-hmm. he's not a good guy. If you're a good guy, it's like they're making Woody a statement Allen, about Stone. you shouldn't have to have a daughter Roman to be oh, to be upset oh, by God, this. Roman yeah, like if you're a dude, you shouldn't have to have a daughter. Like the whole thing about oh, I have a daughter, you know, whatever. Oh, you shouldn't Matt have to Damon. have a daughter. Everybody hates Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to have a daughter to be upset about this. You should right. be upset about this. Period. If you're a human being, just because yeah. you gave birth to a daughter. Yeah. You know what I I I'm I like, appreciated. Everybody came out of a vagina, so let's just let clarify that. Except Jack from Will and Grace. I was just going to say. But what I was going to say is... C-section baby. C-section baby. He's a gold star gay. Um, Platinum. Platinum gay, yes. But what I was going to say is that I did appreciate one thing out of this. I will say that I am like been a lifelong... Not a lifelong, but just like as of recently, I've been a Ben Affleck hater. Like I just don't like him. Yeah. And I never have. I don't think he's a very good actor. But but I like what he's produced and what he... Like the movies that he's made, of course. But I just don't think that he's very good. But... I did appreciate when that article came out because I was just waiting. I'm like, what is he going to say when the article came out of um, the woman on TRL? Mm-hmm. Woman. It was like a young, she was like 17 or something like that. I don't remember how old she was, that he groped her on there, on the show. Because I'm like, now it's free range. Everybody's now going to yeah. call everybody. So I'm like, okay, Ben Affleck is the first one who just got called out. Yeah. And this was what, they said it was like 1997. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what year it was. Mm-hmm. And he came out and he apologized. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. times have ch- changed. Oh, 
Well, Listen, they know that if they don't apologize, it's going to turn into this whole big thing. Or well, say anything. But so also, that's why I said it's the first test of, like, the first now yeah. witch hunt that's happening within Hollywood yeah. of now calling out every guy who's done anything that has been sexist towards you. Yeah, now shout it into, it's your barbaric yop right now. Get onto mm-hmm. the rooftops and start shouting it. And um, I'm glad that she did come out and say that. And I did respect Ben Affleck. So he got a little tick right there for me with respect. Yeah, because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I... You know, I people make mistakes. I've made mistakes. Yeah. I made mistakes. I made a mistake back in college, a big one back in college, and I was given a second chance, and I'm very happy I did. And it, and it's so I, you know, it's it's people like Harvey Weinstein are like a repeat offenders that you you know they don't think they're doing anything wrong. So like for like Ben Nathlack, I'm hoping that he has seen the error of his ways. Only one. You know, <laughs> the guy, the football player. And I can't right now. Honestly, I can't think of his. I can't think of his name. Um, but it was the guy that, you know, he, with this, at the time she was his fiance, the whole elevator, remember the video and the oh, elevator? Oh, the wife, okay. they're still together. <laughs> There's, no, yeah, they did. And then they got married. But that was when she was his fiance. Mm-hmm. And I watched his, his yeah. I watched his apology. And to me, it was, it was, uh, it was very sincere. Oh, yeah. And because most of them are not. Yeah. And most of them I call BS on. Yeah. But his, I felt, was sincere. And he's the, and he's the one they made an example of. And he's not, he's no longer playing. Like he couldn't get back in, into the league. And he couldn't get back he was on crying. the team. He was like, she forgives me. Every her whole family forgives me all mm-hmm. this stuff, but the world didn't forgive him. So yeah. then I, I, I truly feel like he's working on it. And he, and he flat out said, my, you know, my mom didn't raise me this way. This is not, you know, he, he, you know, he had a, he, he made a mistake and I true, I, and I believe him, you know, and, and but how many mistakes people, do people have in their lifetimes that wasn't caught on camera? Right. And that's, that's true. where I sometimes where I say, you know, that's not fair. That's true. Because no, you, and like your horrible mistake that you made or you did that bad thing was when you were drunk was not caught on camera. Right. So you're, that's not going to be held against you for right. the rest of your life. That's well, right. Even look at like that's all right. these football players. Like, you know, so many of these NFL players mistreat their wives and girlfriends and women in general. And how many of them are just like. Well, that's just a throw whole. money at the problem. Shoot, so that's a whole separate. not even in the entertainment industry. It's yeah. like in every. Every industry. Every industry. Well, that's a whole separate conversation for another day because that is they play a barbaric sport that is. And, I, and don't get me wrong, I love football, I do, but they are asked to be angry and hit each other and hit people and mm-hmm. you know and, and you know whatever we can talk about that on a different day. But like, you know, it's exactly what you said, Ajali. I think that's a good point. Like, you know, these things are caught on camera, whereas the average Joe, their mistakes aren't caught on camera. But they're the ones and tweeting at these people and yes. saying all these horrible things while, you know, a decade ago you did something horrible to a girl Yeah, in exactly. Speaking of, Cam Newton, not very not very happy. You guys know I'm a Panthers fan. Yes. Um, not very happy uh, with Mr. Cam um, mm-hmm. saying what he said in that press conference. Um, he has since apologized. I don't know if I'm on board with it, but uh, really disappointed and Didn't in he that. also say that uh, I have a daughter? Yeah, and I'm like, come on, man, that's come ridiculous on. Argument. I have a that's daughter. That's like a cop out statement. As soon as he said I had a daughter, that's why I was like, this is all fake. I'm like, you I'm like, like know this what? Isn't real. It's everyone's fake apology. I'll tell you that's, who I, the, that's the sentence they use. I tell you who I really loved during that whole thing. It's gone away quickly, but um, Bill Cower, who you guys know who that is, former coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he ripped into him, and I'm like, go, Coach Cower, <laughs> go. I'm like, do it. And I'm like, yeah, he's my quarterback, but have at him because he, he effed up. and I forgot that Cam you know was I mean? on the Panthers. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, I didn't want him. I didn't want us. I didn't want him. I didn't want him when we drafted. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I How did, did you feel, Heather? I did not <laughs> you, want him. You and here's him? why. People are like, what? I mean, I'm since, you know, 
changed your ways. No, no. <laughs> well, not just because he, you know, people say, oh, because he's winning. I'm like, no, that's not it. He's he's doing a lot for the community. I think that's great. He's, you know, with the whole when he gives the ball to the kid, like he started that. And he was paying the fines initially. And now the team pays the fines. So oh they get fined I when know. they give the football away. I just away. thought about that. Yeah. In so, baseball, they just like and they give it, it yeah, like, but they give it to a, a child basically, and um, he and so he's he's doing some good, um, but I didn't want him. I didn't want his drama, like all the drama he had with college. And granted, I I have a you know, well, it was like this isn't like once again enough for conversation for a different day. But I feel like college athletes can be paid. I, I was a college athlete, and that that we can discuss that later. But. Um, I'm going to get into that, but, uh, for, for what we go through and like what, you know, um, don't go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to go yeah. down a rabbit hole, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is I didn't want his drama. There was drama around him with all the mess. And I'm like, I don't want him. I don't want him. And we had a decent quarterback and they were trying to develop him. I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want Cam Newton. We got him. And I'm like, all right, we got Cam Newton. And, you know, and I'm, <laughs> and I've, then I've, you know, since then been happy with it, but. Okay, moving on, moving on, but moving, right moving at least at least away from Cam Newton. Um, so yeah, so where do you guys think the what do you think is going to happen next with Harvey Weinstein? You think I think it's just going to keep coming out. More people are going to come forward. Um, well, I think what's interesting is so many like Polanski and like all these people have had all these things and like allegations come out and all that stuff, but none of them have gotten kicked off the Academy. Yes. And Harvey Weinstein got kicked off the That's Academy. That's correct. So I'm hoping that this... Because Bill Cosby is still in it. Bill Cosby is still mm-hmm. in it also. So I'm hoping that this leads to people speaking out and being like, hey, yeah. all of these people need to be gone. Like, That's it's right. great that we're doing it with Harvey Weinstein, but, like, all of these people need yeah. to be purged from this, like... I just... I'm sitting back, and is he just going to, like, disappear into the abyss? Like, or is he going to be elected well, president? Well, here's the thing. He <laughs> initially, remember when the first first thing broke, his initial, you know, knee-jerk reaction was, I'm I suing, so I didn't do it, and I'm suing someone. But now everything that's, like, come out, you know, everybody's running away from him, and he hasn't really said anything. He's going to sex rehab, which I think is hysterical. Which is funny because he said he didn't do it, and then he goes, but I'm going to rehab to work on myself. That's right. So I'm like, why are you going to rehab to work on yourself if you didn't do anything? Right. But what do producers in this town immediately say when bad things happen? I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to yeah. sue you. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a town for suing people. So we'll see where what he does, because people are, like, leaving him right and left, like his... You know, his, his wife. wife. His she wife was like, like she was behind me a hundred percent. I was like, dang, that hurts. It has to hurt so bad that he said that. And someone, my like boss's friends at work, they are friends with Georgina, and they were like, she is the biggest opportunist. Like they were like, the minute this came out, we all knew that she was gonna leave him. Oh yeah, like in well, a you second. Can, listen, you can. I don't mean to. It's like Melania Trump. I mean, yeah. come on. We all, it, I told oh, you. People are, like, people are like, <laughs> you know, the whole the whole joking where she's like, you know, she's giving, you know, the joke about during the State of the Union or, or during the, like, the address and everything where she's like blinking, you know, or she's at the, you know, when they go, they go out places and she's behind him and she's blinking. They're like, oh, she's giving signals, you know, save me, help me, whatever. I'm like, look, she knew full well what she was oh, marrying. Oh, yeah. She knew. She knew I, what she was doing. I don't think doing. she loves the position she's in because I don't think she wants to be first she didn't lady want to be and first have these lady. responsibilities. No. But I think... Because she has to do stuff. Yeah. The first lady does stuff. Yeah. Like, she has to what be... What has she been doing? She's, she's really doing, like, the she bare been doing, minimum. She, she like, anything. replanted the garden. Yeah. But she had other people planting the garden. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like... She's pissed she's not 
at Trump Tower. All she wants to do is just be at apartment. home with her son yeah. and not do crap. Bad on. And just on. eat, you know, whatever. But she, come on. You can't. She she has to do stuff now. Like a first lady has to have has to have a cause. Well, Cyberbullying. Cyberbullying. <laughs> like, like start in your own house lady. Bully. Bully. But like what are you gonna oh, yeah. do? But what are you gonna do about it? Like you still That's have what she's to have gonna do. Plan. She's gonna throw stuff at the bully. Bully. But like also bully. I love the this thing on Twitter where when they suspended Rose McGowan's account, like so many people were like, Excuse me. Yeah. This is absurd because Trump like ats people and says rude stuff. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. He like threatens nuclear war all the time. They're like, Can we excuse me, like suspend this? Well, guy's you know what? Twitter? If he gets suspended, Jack is gonna die. Here's what Jack I wonder. Jack is somehow gonna turn up dead. It made me wonder when they did that. It made me wonder, did Twitter do that on purpose to create some buzz about Twitter? Because what I, do you mean? Because Twitter has Twitter has only recently been back on the uptick because basically they were in a hole. Like, they were going down fast. Because it's full of Nazis? Wow. And, well, all these full fake accounts. Yeah, yeah. All, all the bots. Of stuff. They need to get so rid of those bots. they have man. only recently kind of seen a little bit of a, you know, resurgence. And, like, I question if they did it on purpose just to kind of get some buzz about Twitter because, like, she's been... I wouldn't doubt anything Well, there's been a lot of inconsistencies with the accounts that they banned. Because what happened? they said that they banned her account, they suspended her account because she tweeted out a personal But it was open the next day. But everyone in the, like, replies to that tweet, so many girls, and I've experienced it myself, too, where, like, if you tweet something um, anti-Trump, all these people come after you like, I'm going to rape you, I'm going to yeah. kill you, yeah. I'm going to do this. And Shut up, this, and they say the F This word girl has like, had, yeah. like, her, she was like, my personal phone number got tweeted out, and that account was never suspended. That's right. That's and right. there's, like, 500 stories like that. My personal mm-hmm. number, my address was tweeted out. So they're people not consistent. Me. That's they're right. Not. Twitter's not consistent. And so that's why I wonder if it was done on purpose, and, you know, if it was, you know, Hey, they're just jumping because what happened when she, when it got suspended? All these celebrities came forward and said, you know, bless you, you know, come on Twitter, reinstate Rose McGowan, blah blah. blah. They all came forward and were like, you know, just on it. So it just kind of. So I, 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 I suspect you might be something. right. You might know. be right with that because gonna, when people I'm get suspended, a, they're gone for like a good twenty four hours, or yeah. you know, Milo, or they're gone forever. <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I just think it's I am possible. Now. <laughs> I mean, I think that's possible that they did that on purpose. Okay, side note, just sidebar because you said conspiracy, mm-hmm. and I well, now we're getting, kind of getting out of the Harvey Weinstein stuff. You watched this last episode of uh, Leah Remini, right? Uh, the camp one. Yes. Well, the camp stuff. Yes. That was <laughs> nuts. I'm sorry to go really off topic, guys, because I've just been meaning to talk to her about our favorite this. topic. But we just I wanted to ask you if you had seen it, and if you guys don't watch the show, I'm gonna say again, watch, watch it, watch, watch Leah Remini's a favor show about it. Well, I was just the camps was crazy to me. The camp, so the camp is where, like, the kids go. Yes. That are the was camp. in, like, Palmdale, California, and then mm-hmm. now they're in Arizona. It's Arizona. And it's it, like a Scientology boarding school. Yeah. But it's not a school. Like, they're not, yeah, it's like a Yeah, they don't camp. do, they don't they're do They're just building work. stuff and breaking it down and building stuff. Yeah. And it's like manual labor. It is. It's manual labor, and it's for kids that are kind of going off the straight yeah. and narrow. So these are kids that they're, that are, they're concerned, quote, unquote, concerned about that could not go along with the Scientology ways. So their parents send them here, and it's, uh, man, that was Yeah, what, what really was got it? me was the guy who whose mother sadly passed away, and he wasn't able to even, like, t- talk to her. But yeah. his whole story about her, you know, telling them he can't call me. Yeah, he can't do anything with me, and in him saying like, little did I know that she was telling them, 
that he that that I couldn't call her. Yeah. For all of these years. And then they came and like drug him Dragged away. Him like they just out like of his house. like, a, like a military boot camp. Yeah. And she was sitting there at the table, smiling. Yeah. As they just kind of dragged him out. Oh, that is just. I'm happy he made it because his his story was really sad. Just the other woman's story was sad too, but his yeah. story was definitely very sad. Oh man. Uh yeah. They were all very sad. You can tell that woman is still very damaged. Oh. I've, I just feel horrible for her. I think she was still, what she said was true, that, you know, after this comes out, you know, the little sliver of family that I still do have is going to be completely gone. Because she said she hardly had family, but now if they see what she's doing and she's talking about now, she's like, they're really going to be gone now. And I felt bad for her because, no, you know, I bet you they all cut her off. Yeah, Her whole family Scientologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, hopefully she's, hopefully she's surrounded herself with some, you know, you know, she's obviously, she's got kids now, I think, right? She's married, mm-hmm. has kids. Hopefully she's got a, an extremely supportive husband and like a support, gr- you know, group that's maybe some friends that are not Scientologists that are going to be there for her. And, you know, because that's going to be tough. I mean. What gets me, though, is this is an observation that my family and friends who are international have always made about the U.S., like, especially now. They're like, it's insane how, like, slowly we are to change certain norms that we've accepted yeah and like actually create change on it like for example like the Scientology thing all of this stuff is coming out it's already in the second season like I hope somebody is investigating this I mean because clearly you're getting all these stories out of everywhere and like they should not be considered a church like they should not get their tax exemptions like this yeah well they only did because they fought they fought right. with the irs but and now, they just buried them in paperwork like are we just gonna pretend like that's okay and like keep going and there's yeah. so many things like that that people point out that are like gun control for example like yeah there's like why does your country not do anything and i'm like you know what i don't know it's i'll tell you why because there there's two there are two been out of shape on you know this side versus this side and bitch mm-hmm. instead of what's right for a human being it's like healthcare. Mm-hmm. I, i've worked in healthcare for 18 years and there is no reason why it should be a business healthcare healthcare is for human beings like it should be a human being thing not a business mm-hmm. thing it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like who wants to do what and make this profit it, it just blows my mind watching people bicker at each other because they just want to, you know, undermine what the other side did instead of what's right for people. Mm-hmm. What is right for people? That's what you have to ask yourself. And these idiots in Washington are just, you know, the, you know, I'm, you know, I hate Trump. There, I said it. Uh, you know, I don't give a rat's ass. I don't think anybody had any you know, questions. But about here's that. the thing. But here's the thing. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to change the, you know, the, how Washington is. I'm not a typical politician no you're not but guess what when you got in there you act like it and who you're surrounding yourself with you're acting like it so you know that was why my father voted for him and i'm you know and i just yeah that said it i'm not thrilled with my family and he voted for him because he's not a typical politician well guess what he's doing everything a typical politician is doing and has done in the past so he is not different and some you know he is not different well because he and almost being a typical politician might have been better because he doesn't understand the consequences of anything. Like, someone mentioned the 25th Amendment to him, and they were like, what's... He was like, what's that? He doesn't know anything. Like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know, really, probably the details He's, of, like, the Iran. His little minions around him are the ones who are telling him all this stuff. Look, here's the thing. I, I get people wanting to kind of buck the system because, you know, politicians have always just had that 
you know, reputation of being just dirty politicians and, and, you know, and, and people's pockets. And I, you know, and yes, we have a problem with our politicians. We can't just have good people that just want to be, in, that be a public servant. It's yes. just, unfortunately, there's some out there, but they don't make it to this level. They don't no. make it as high as the presidency, unfortunately. And, you know, I get that. I get that. But then you have to step back and ask yourself, you know, but what is he saying he's going to do? And you're okay with that? Like, I just, I just, I don't, I can't wrap my brain around it. And I don't want to get into the whole politic thing. Right. We won't get into but it. I mean, you know, it just. And also, I, mean, I think because people, so many people feel that way and are like frustrated with the system. They're like, we have to get rid of this like two party system. We can't do it. Yeah. And they all voted for like freaking Jill Stein. Yeah. And I'm like, this was not the election to, do to that. mess around with this. That's election. right. But that reminds me That's of right. American Horror Story. I only catch it sometimes when Anjali watches it because I, I can't watch it. I stopped watching season. it. I can't watch it. But it's frustrating me so much. It's so funny. They have this whole storyline about one of the wives like voted for one Jill One of the wives Stein. voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> and she's, they scream about it in fights like so much. And it's so, it's so funny to me because she was like, it'll she'll bring it like, like a regular like banter between couple, like you and Jeff fighting. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden she'll be like but then you voted for Jill's time I swear <laughs> you always bring this up and it, it just like is so I laugh so hard in this show because Sarah Paulson cries like five times each she episode. cries every stinking episode and I, I had to stop watching it I'm yeah. like I love you actually Paulson, so funny I'm gonna say Heather the best episode was and Billy Agner I like Billy Agner no, this, ba- this last episode was the best episode and I think because each of the main characters who we kind of like annoy us the most were not seen as much it was just um what's her face who plays the wife of Billy Eichner. Oh, I love her. It was mostly her this episode. So it was... I don't know her name, but that actress's name, but I love her. Leslie Grossman. Leslie Grossman. Leslie Grossman. It was her episode. In this episode, this last episode, was the best one that I've seen all season because it was most... It was her backstory. How she got in and how Ivy got in and and how they connect with each other. She was just on the good place uh, as... Yes. Um... Kristen Bell's mom. Uh-huh. I love her. mom had uh-huh. that work. It was a flashback. So it was, it was a flashback. Like when she was a kid. Yeah. I was about to say, they're like almost oh, the same man. age. Yeah. I love, it love, love so her. Funny. She's so funny. Okay, well, in this show, in this, I, if you, okay, watch this last episode. I'm telling you, Leslie Grossman was amazing. It's all this, how they got in. How mm-hmm. she got in and like the whole backstory and everything yeah. for, for her. Maybe. Yeah, everyone else is not really featured as much except for okay. her. It's that might be good. Yeah, because oh my god, she's funny. That's why I'm. I was laughing the whole time. Like you could hear me. Like she's really laughing. funny. Like I love her, and that and it's um, oh oh god, I can't think of her name either. I'm like I'm, my brain's not working today. Um, the gal from the Goldbergs who Wendy, Wendy McClendon Covey. Yes, I think she's hysterical. She's so. What funny. did you see and her so, on? Well, she's on the Goldbergs. But oh, like, I watched that. Yes. Yeah. But like you know, before she got the Goldbergs, like she had just she had been seen on. Yeah, she was bridesmaids, and then she was on. Um, was it Reno nine eleven? She was on. Um, yes. Oh Reno nine one one. She was so is funny fantastic. So when they put her on the Goldbergs, I'm like, yes. That's like Beverly. She was born so to play. Good. She's born to play Beverly Goldberg. Yeah. Like the nicknames. I don't know if she improvises all the nicknames she gives to her children. Because I'm like, what writer is sitting there? She yeah. has such intricate. I think. Every take, she just says a different... She might, because uh, if you're listening, so this gal who plays Beverly Goldberg on the Goldbergs Bev. is... Bev. Yeah. A She's trained, a Yenta. She is a trained improviser, and she was big down with the groundlings, and so she okay. is the, hilarious. The, uh, that's probably 90% of the time I'm laughing is just because of Beverly Goldberg and the dad. 
because of the things that they call their children. Yeah. He calls them all idiots in like different forms of the word idiot, and she just calls them like my little like fluffer nutter and smooch yeah. mick like slide face. Yeah. And you're like, what? How is she coming up with all of these different things? Like, I swear she must. I couldn't be a straight face in the scene with her. Like, I couldn't have a straight face in the scene with her because I'd be like, where did you come up with that? Like, she and the shoulder pads, the hair, the shoulder pads and the hair. And the, oh man, and the sweaters are fantastic. And they, and they put her in the sweatshirt. They're really Beverly sweaters. Did they, did you, I watched an interview. No. I watched an interview and she said that Beverly still Gilbert, has them? she sent. She still had them? She sent them all of, yeah, all of the sweaters. Oh my gosh. So a lot of, a lot of the sweaters that she wears on the show are the sweaters that were actually Beverly Goldberg. Well, I mean, they had like, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> she has sweatshirts with like, you know, Back in the day, you guys don't, you weren't born yet. Um, I was little, but they had like sweatshirts with like, you wore a turtleneck. Oh boy. What just, I think there was a dog fight outside the window. Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that's a good, I think it's a good time to, like, good time to, let, to let things we go know, here. We know. <laughs> but we um, know what you mean about the sweatshirts. I love how we yeah. all passed. We're all like, oh my, oh my God. Well, also, just to add on Veronica's going to the... gonna be, our engineer's going to be like, what the heck? Oh, no. All right. Well, so... also, to add on, just to ABC, this season of Modern Family has been hilarious. Like, last season and the season before, it kind of dipped a little bit. But this season, like, the three episodes that I've watched so far have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, watch Modern Family again if you stop. Definitely some Modern Family. There's lots of good stuff out there. Well, and uh, get a sweatshirt with an applique on it. There you go. I just want to say that. All right. Beverly Goldberg. Beverly Goldberg. Um, I guess we'll just wrap some things up because I don't know what happened outside. We got to figure that out. Yeah, we got to we'll go. go. We got to go Do take care of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, until next time, this is Heather. This is Ajali. And Matali. And this has been Let's Banter. Let's banter.